Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you on a Friday. I am Boyd Matheson, and if you're just tuning in, now we're we're doing a little uh, a little fun, a little relaxing here on a Friday. We'll get to some serious topics as well. Uh, but one of the things that we want everyone to chime in on today, uh, if you missed it last week, Jarrell Brantley, uh, a reserve player uh, for the Utah Jazz, uh, had one of those NBA moments last week. Uh, where after sitting on the bench and not playing uh, for long stretches at a time, uh, things all came into alignment, and he was given a chance to to really play, to be in the game for 22 minutes, and he responded and and led the Jazz, uh, scored in double figures, had a boatload of rebounds and assists, and played spectacular defense. And then after uh, the game, they were asking him, uh, about how it felt to finally be off the bench and really into the flow of a meaningful game. So it's special to be in that position, and it's special that our teammate, my teammates, and the coaches trusted me with that role and with that task. And, you know, it's it's amazing. These moments are amazing. Today was amazing. So um, I don't know what tomorrow holds, but today was amazing. <laughs> that may be the most important life lesson we ever hear. I don't know, I don't know what tomorrow holds, but today – was amazing and we want you to chime in what is making your friday amazing what is it that makes your day amazing we're not gonna worry about tomorrow just yet but what makes today amazing chime in on our utah community credit union ksl text line 57500 we'll talk about these later on in the show today but i want to hear what's making your day amazing uh, my, your day's about to get more amazing by the way with our next guest uh, todd sylvester joins us on the line uh, Todd is uh, one of these extraordinary people. He is a mindset coach uh, for those struggling with uh, drug and alcohol addiction, anxiety, depression, uh, self-hatred, all of those challenging things that have really been exacerbated during the pandemic. Uh, Todd, thanks for joining us. Yeah, Boyd, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be on your show. Awesome. So I want to know what makes your day amazing. Hey, talking to you today, I'm <laughs> telling you, man, this, this, you made my day and I, you know, today's wonderful and I'm just grateful to rub shoulders with you and, uh, you know, great people like yourself. So thanks for having me on. All right. Well, uh, Todd, you, <laughs> you have been one of those guys who uh, you, you've seen it all. You know what the bottom of the, the black hole looks like and feels like yeah. and is like. Yeah. And uh, just share a little bit of that perspective. And uh, as you listen to this, everyone, as you listen to Todd, I want you to really focus on how simple a moment that came uh, that really became transformational for Todd. 
Yeah, thanks, uh, Boyd. And, you know, I, yeah, I've, I've been in a place in my life where it was really dark. I, uh, I used to be addicted to drugs and alcohol and, you know, in, really, in a really rough spot and not sure how I was going to get out of it. I, I had, you know, reaching out to certain people, but still struggling. And, you know, a very simple thing, I'm driving past a, a lemonade stand. This was 31 years ago. And um, as I drove past, I just, no big deal, but then I had this impression come over me. And something that I learned from you, Boyd, a very powerful principle, it ended up being this Kairos moment, this transformational moment in time. But I didn't realize it at at that moment. But I thought, wow, Um, I was a bartender at the time, and I would keep all these tips, all the change that I would get in the cup holders of my car. I had about $40 worth of quarters, nickels, and dimes in there. And I thought, you know what, that would be so amazing. So I turned my car around and I went back and pulled right in front of this lemonade stand. And this cute little fourth grade girl just sitting there and I asked her how much for one. And she said 25 cents. And I had, you know, I told her, okay, hey, cup your hands, you know. And uh, well, first of all, she poured it, uh, me a drink. I put it on the, on the dashboard and I told her to cup her hands. And I just started scooping all this change into her hands and this little girl just starts freaking out you know like no way and i'm like hold on i got so much more and and it takes me like nine scoops to to finally get all the change out to her and her impression is like tattooed on my brain and all of a sudden she throws the last pile that i put in her hand onto the table and runs into the house and i'm thinking she's gonna go tell her parents some some dude just gave her a million (laughs) dollars and and but as I pull away, I, I start to I start to cry like I've never cried before in my life. I have to pull my car over, I throw it in park, and I just put my face in my hands and I just sob. It was it was one of those like soul cleansing cries. And in that moment, I wanted to be clean. In that moment, I felt like I mattered. In that moment, um, I wanted to do good. And it was really a moment. I gave away this change, but I got my life back. And it's so simple. But I, I really look back on that, and had that not happened, I don't know where I would have been or where I'd be now. And and so it really did transform me in such a way that uh, I'm sitting here talking to you today. Yeah, and uh, so powerful and so important for all of us to realize that uh, it is those small and seemingly insignificant moments that really can yeah. be those those Kairos moments, those transformational moments. And so, one, we got to be aware of them and watch for them. Yeah. Uh, and then I think our other duty is to help provide them uh, for someone who might yeah. be struggling. And uh, Todd, I know you spend uh, most of your waking hours and uh, and beyond <laughs> uh, helping people through that process. We know it's been especially difficult uh, as it relates to depression and addiction and anxiety over the course of the last year. Uh, what are you seeing uh, with your clients and what should we all be thinking about in terms of how do we actually help? Yeah, that's a great question. And yes, this has been a challenging year for a lot of us, and especially those in uh, recovery and going through an addiction. Uh, you've heard me say this before on your show, that connection is the opposite of addiction. And when COVID hit and the pandemic hit, you know, everyone, you know, we had to isolate for, you know, for good reasons. But, you know, for those in the, the recovery community, that's kind of their lifeblood. And so it has been such a challenging time. But uh, what I've realized you know, when I'm sitting here with my clients is that we as human beings, and I'm guilty of this too, is we overcomplicate everything. Mm. <laughs> and and most of the time, the answer is pretty simple, kind of like what we were just talking about a minute ago. 
And there's a few things that I share with my clients. I try to live them the best that I can. And I'm telling you, boy, these simple principles that I want to allude to here in a minute truly are, as you said, transformational and can really make a difference to anyone, whether you're going through addiction or not, or if you're just having a bad day. I think a lot of times our our feelings of depression and anxiety are stemmed from we're doing the wrong thing sometimes. Yeah, and that complexity, uh, complexity is dangerous and uh, simplicity is so powerful. Uh, We've got just about a minute left, uh, Todd, but give us just a couple of quick hit principles uh, for us to keep in mind as we try to make today amazing. Absolutely. Thank you. So I want to start off with the fact that we are what we repeatedly do. Mm. And there's four things that if we do these repeatedly, we we will become these. And it's these four. Be honest, because honesty kills bad behavior. Have integrity, which is doing the right thing when no one's looking. Mm. If you have integrity, nothing else matters. Number three, be accountable. And when we are accountable for our lives, suffering stops because the opposite of accountability is victim mindset, and that is the killer. And then number four, help someone. Give it away. You know, if I want to be happy today, go give away happiness, and I will be twice as happy because I did that. It's simply those four things. And then I always ended off by asking my client, what is the definition of success? And I get a thousand different kind of answers, and they're all good. Yeah, yeah. But the but but the best definition that I've come across that I, again, am trying to do myself, is waking up in a good mood. Mm. That should be the definition of success because we can have all these things, but if we're not waking up in a good mood, it's almost like what's the point? And I I've noticed that when my clients and myself, when I practice those four principles, I typically wake up in a good mood. Ah. Love that. Those are great principles. We'll put all of these on our social media feeds today. Uh, you can also awesome. listen to the podcast. And uh, Todd, we're going to have you back uh, real soon to do a, a deeper dive on some of these principles. So much to talk Love about. It. But for today, I don't know what tomorrow holds, but today was amazing. Today was amazing. Todd Sylvester, you can check out his podcast. Uh, Todd Sylvester Inspires is, uh, is inspiring. It'll change the way you look at your day to day. Todd, thanks so much for joining us. Boy, thanks for having me. Take care. All right. Uh, Very good. Love Todd Sylvester. Uh, He does inspire and is really making a difference out there. Chime in. What is making your day amazing on a Friday on our Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line 57500? We're going to step aside. We're going to talk about a letter, not a love letter, a letter sent uh, from the Utah delegation. Find out what it is and why next. I'm Dave Cauley investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.